What's up, everybody? Glad to be back with you on this first Monday of 2022. I hope everyone had an awesome Christmas and just got a chance to take a breath and enjoy the holidays. It's so important to take opportunities to enjoy God's many blessings and not let them just pass you by. This new year means new opportunities, new blessings, new directions, etc. I know I'm praying for those doors to be opened. Uh, I know I am at least praying for those doors to be opened, guidance, you know, and definitely God's favor in multiple areas. Regardless, I'm excited and hopeful about what God is going to do in this new year. Today, we're going to talk about God's anointed, more specifically, not speaking against God's anointed. This could be anyone that God has anointed for his purposes, but especially those that have been anointed for ministry or leadership. As believers, one of the quickest ways to lose the blessing of God and step out from under his favor is to speak against his anointed. Whether you agree with them or not is irrelevant. God does not take kindly to those who would speak against or attempt to discredit his anointed. We are going to take a look at two perspectives regarding God's anointed. One comes from a man named Korah, who tries to rise up and usurp or challenge the authority of Moses and Aaron, and you know, and Moses being the one that God chose to lead the people, you know, of Israel, by the way. And the other view comes from David regarding his perspective uh, towards Saul as king. So Korah uh, plays a dangerous game and pays a heavy price along with all those who joined with him. David, on the other hand, demonstrates respect, honor, and reverence for God's ways. And the difference between Korah and David are like night and day. The uprising of Korah can be found in Numbers chapter 16, starting with verse 1. Korah, son of Ishar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, and, and certain uh, Reubenites, uh, Dath, uh, I'm assuming it's pronounced Dathan or Dathan, um, and Abiram, sons of Eliab, and son of Peleth, become insolent and rose up against Moses. With them were 250 Israelite men, well-known community leaders who had been appointed members of the council. They came as a group to oppose Moses and Aaron and said to them, You have gone too far. The whole community is holy, every one of them, uh, and the Lord is with them. Why then do you set yourselves above the Lord's assembly? Korah was... Uh, of the same tribe as Moses and Aaron, the tribe of Levi. And in Korah's mind, he was better suited to lead the people. Korah makes the claim that all the Israelites are holy and God is with all, all of them. So what makes Moses and Aaron so special? Why do they get to lead and not anyone else like himself? And the short answer is because God said so. You know, God chose Moses and Aaron. That's why. But Korah, in his arrogance, undermines, uh, undermines the authority and will of God by speaking out against the chosen, God's chosen leaders. He has no respect or understanding regarding God's anointed. If God put them there, he will keep them there until they have finished the work he has for them. If God wants them removed from that position, he will see to it that they are removed. Korah could have disagreed with Moses and things would have been fine. His 
you know, his problem is that he spoke out against Moses and Aaron and led 250 people to rise up against them. He tried to discredit God's anointed and interfere with the work God had called them to do. This led to Moses saying, bring everyone before God and let him, let God decide who he wants to lead the people. So they did. And scripture records that the earth opened up and swallowed Korah, Dathan, and Abiram, and everyone and everything associated with them. Then fire came forth and consumed the 250 people that rose up with Korah. This is a good reminder. Don't mess with God's anointed. Don't ruin the favor of God on your life by speaking ill toward those he has anointed for his purpose. You might not like them or agree with them, but be careful when it comes to attacking them or tearing them down or speaking negatively about them to others. Please understand, God's anointed are not above being held accountable and should be even more so. But Christians are super judgmental at times, especially towards other Christians, because they are not Christian enough, or they are too much of a Jesus freak, or the person doesn't speak or act like they think they should, etc. But we can't expect God's favor when we are busy tearing down those he has called to do his work. Now, on the other hand, you have David who shows us uh, how to honor God and how to you know to approach God's anointed. David had uh, had been an anointed by Samuel to be the next king, but King Saul wasn't okay with that. After David kills Goliath and you know he wins the favor of the people, and Saul was afraid you know David would try to take the throne from him. So Saul sets out to kill David. He hunts and pursues him relentlessly. On more than one occasion, David had the opportunity to kill Saul and would have been justified in doing so. You know, on the other hand, you know, well, should I, actually, should I say on one occasion, one of David's men says to, to David, just say the word and I'll take Saul's life and you won't have to. You know, David is, but David's not having it. You know, there was this one occasion where he's standing right there in the middle of all of uh, Saul's you know, army that's with him, all the people, and Saul's laying there, and David could have killed him. And the guy that was with David was like, hey, I'll just, I'll just pin him to the ground with a spear. You know, I'll just kill him right here. But David wouldn't let him. So... You have to you have to see that David's heart is 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 right. You know he wants to honor God's ways, and so you know, there's another occasion where David's men encourage David to kill Saul because they feel like God had delivered Saul into his hands, and this is why they were hidden in a cave, and they were hiding out in a cave, and Saul comes in to relieve himself, and they're hiding, and they don't, and he doesn't see them, and. And David even cuts off a corner of his of his cloak, of his robe, and he could have killed Saul. And the men were encouraging him to, but David resisted that. He he was not gonna raise his hand up against God's anointed. And you see this in First Samuel twenty four, six through seven. He said to his men, The Lord forbid that I should do such a thing to my master, the Lord's anointed. Or lay my hand on him, for he is the anointed of the Lord. It didn't matter whether David agreed with him or not. It didn't matter whether the people. Uh, it didn't. It didn't matter whether it would have been justified 
um, for David doing it. David refused to raise his hand against God's anointed. With these, you know, and it goes on and says, with these words, David sharply rebuked his men and did not allow them to attack Saul. And Saul left the cave and went on his way. So David was being pursued and hunted by Saul and could have killed him on more than one occasion and the people would have supported him and you know would have declared that it was justified. But David honored God's ways and despite Saul relentlessly trying to kill David, he would not hurt him because he saw that Saul was God's anointed. Therefore, it was God's hand that would remove Saul and it was God that would seek justice for Saul's sins against David. But David himself refused to do it. He refused to be the one to raise his hand against uh, against Saul because God had put Saul on that throne and it would be God that would remove him. So you see David just has a huge respect for God's ways and and. You know, David respected God's choice, the one that he chose to lead the people, and would not raise his hand against him or speak against him. God continuously protected David throughout all of it. And when the time was right, God removed Saul from the throne and eventually raised David up and seated him on that throne. And David would go on to become the greatest king that Israel ever had. So when you look at Korah and David and their approach toward those uh, God appoints uh, to lead his people you see two very different perspectives with two very different outcomes listen like they say haters are going to hate but as christ followers seeking god's favor in our life david gives us the perspective we need to have if we are to honor god's ways and reap the blessings and favor for doing so remember if god put them there he will remove them at his time If they are doing something wrong or going against the will of God, he will expose them and bring them down. We, however, have to maintain our integrity for God's ways and seek to honor even seek to honor God even when we don't understand or agree with his choices. God, I thank you so much for your grace and mercy. Thank you for your continued favor in our lives. I pray as we begin this new year that you would guide me and give me wisdom with this podcast and I pray that you would speak through me so that those listening would be blessed. I step back so that you may step forward. May you be glorified in every message and may you be glorified in all that we do. God, let this year be a year of favor. May this year be a year of growth. Call your people out of the shadows and out of the trenches and raise them up to a new level in their walk with you as well as in other areas of their lives. Increase the in, their influence you know, and the influence of your people and in the circles that they're in and use us to be a blessing to others as we share the good news with those in need. God, let this year be a year of revival. Let the world see the power of your love and the beauty of the cross. Move in this country, Lord, in such a way that you and you alone get all the glory. Give us wisdom and discernment so that we may see your hand when it moves and be assured that you are in control and we can trust you. And God, I pray that when it comes to your anointed, I pray, God, that we would be wise in how we approach uh, those that you have called to lead. And I pray, God, that we would just put them in your hands and pray for them 
and just ask that your will be done, God. But I pray that we would be wise in how we speak toward those that you have anointed, God. And I pray that you would continue to bless us and continue to pour out your favor upon us. And we'll be sure to give you all the glory, honor, and praise. Amen. Amen.